Good morning. Today is Thursday, um, the 21st day of Kislev. And we are beginning a new study, a new discourse um, of Sivan. Oh, not Kislev, I'm sorry. I keep on saying Kislev because uh, I'm hoping we're going to have Hanukkah soon. But it's not. It's the 21st of Sivan. It's a pasuk in um, Oh, look who's here. You missed the first few words. No, the papers are, gonna, are supposed to come by the person who's bringing the papers, but he didn't bring it yet. Behind Hashem you should go. The Tiro and him you should fear. The Pasuk in Parshas, I think in Parshas um, Ekev or Parshas Re'ei. And then it says, and in him you should cleave. The Pasuk specifies six things in the service of Hashem. After Hashem, you should go. But I say to and him you should fear. As mitzvahs of Tishmairu, and as mitzvahs you should observe. Vagaymer, that's not fear. He says there's six things, and he just says Vagaymer, and he expects you to figure out the rest of the six. Um, and to the Bakun, that's the last one. But that is uh, number four and number five. I don't know what they are. Looks like he's tricking us that in the end of the Mimer we won't know anyways what all six are because he else he would have said it in the beginning. So, in the Maxiv Elmene, what does it say? I, I don't think it, I don't think he's going to explain it. He's probably just going to explain the first two like by spheres. They do Chesed and Gevura, and then and then they leave you hanging on the rest. Oh, I'm sorry, I got the next one. Ubekoy like Tishmau, I have it. Is the next one. So that is. So you have Telechu Tirau Tishmairu, and then Tishmau and listen. And then Vaisei Tavoidu, and him you should serve. And in him you should um, cleave. So walk, walk behind him, fear him, observe, listen. Serve and cleave. If you have, if you have a, uh, if you haven't started yet, you have a lot to work on. In a what does it say before this? That Hashem is testing you to see lodas ayishchem if you if you if you love Hashem or not. I think we do have to look it up. Um, it's talking in the laws of a Navi Sheker. Huh? Yeah. It talks about the laws of a Navi Sheker, of a false prophet. Oh, yeah, right in the middle of it. So it's talking about a person will give you a sign 
and, and the guy is saying we should go serve any other god and he doesn't sign so he says don't listen to the words of the Navi or to the one who dreams the dream because Hashem because Hashem is giving you an Isayan Ladas in order to know do you love Hashem or not with all your heart and soul and then in the middle of this smack in the middle like as if it doesn't belong over here the next pasuk after this pasuk that I'm going to mention you must and the one who has that dream should die but in the middle right after this after this Hashem tests you it says what should you do follow behind Hashem and him you should fear that's the advice of Tishmairu and him you should as mitzvahs you should observe and in his voice you should listen and him you should serve and him you should cleave this pasuk is very very seems to be completely out of place right over here because you tell me the laws of the Navi tell me that Hashem is doing it in order to give you a test now it's to give you a whole thing how to serve Hashem Go serve him follow him lead him how, how does this all suddenly fill in right over here in the middle right um, that's what it says I just saw on the back in the other Mimer is what he asked the question even though in this version of the Mimer it doesn't say that but he wants to understand the whole connection of the middle of the Navi Shekhar you have this so he's saying it's the reason why the Pasuk says this because it just mentioned the Indian of Nisayan Nisayanis this Mimer is about Nisayanis to explain the idea of why we get certain tests so it says it says earlier Kiminasa Shem Das to know so you have Das what is the meaning of Kimenasa? What does it mean that Hashem is testing you to know if you love Him or not? The Mefarshi HaToyra asked the question. The Ebrishta knows in the beginning. Sometimes a person doesn't know what's in the heart of someone else. So you want to test them. I want to test to see if they really you know, care or whatever. But the Ebrishta knows already from the beginning. What is going to be in the end? No, it's saying it's saying Hashem is testing you. No, simply the pasuk is saying um, uh, Hashem is testing you to see if you love Him or not, right? To, to see no, as a result of giving, letting this this guy have a sign, his sign come true. The Navi Sheke gave a sign, and it came true. Obviously, only Hashem can do it. It's because Hashem made it because He wants to give you a test. What? Yeah, but he gave him a sign so that he can he can he can cause a bilbul, a confusion. So to be tested, Hashem is testing you if you love him or not. And then it says, don't. So and what Hashem wants of you is that you shouldn't follow the navi. Instead, just follow Hashem. And do these, and do these six things, okay? But he's asking a question: What's bechalal the Indian that Hashem is testing you to see if you love him or not? How's it shaykh by Hashem that he needs to test? He knows what's going on. How does it mean that Hashem has to do a test? To know if a person is going to withstand the test. Everything is known before him. As it's mentioned earlier. And even though free choice and permission is granted to every person, if a person has free will to do or not to do, Hashem knows before Masha Yifcha what he's going to choose. Kemavur b'svarim, as stated in Svarim. What does Hashem have to create a special situation to give a man a, a, a test? 
other words, the regular, because obviously we're talking about more than the regular choice in life. Choice in life, Hashem wants us to earn our thing. It's not that Hashem needs to know. He wants us to give us a, ch a chance to earn it. But here it says there is a special Nisoyim. The Abishta makes a Nisoyim. And the Nisoyim is, causes a bilbul that, that, that is like an extra push. An extra push in the wrong direction. And, uh, and, and so why is that? And the answer to this is explained in the end of Parshas Vayera. It's not shot that Hashem needs to know. Hashem just wants that it should go out It should go out into actuality. That Hashem wants to give a person the reward of, that's what the Ramban says. Hashem wants to give the person the reward not just for the intentions but for the deeds. He wants to, to actualize it. And not just the reward of a good heart. But the Lashon HaPasuk is a little strange. The Pasuk doesn't say that. The Pasuk says, Hashem is testing you so that he can know um, do you love Hashem or not? The Pasuk can't keep an answer. According to the Ramban, what is going to be if Hashem just does the Nisayim in order to bring the person to actualize his good intentions, his devotion to Hashem, it's not good. The idea is, now by the way, in the back over here, as I mentioned before, in the back, he brings another Lashon over here. In the middle of the laws of Navi Shekhar, he suddenly puts in this thing. Just that. If he wanted to say, you know what, don't go after that. Go after Hashem. He should have finished with the Navi and say, okay, you should do what? So this is the question. In the end, the idea is as follows. The neshama before it descended into this world, the neshama was standing in a very high world. As it says, Chai Hashem, I swear by Hashem, I stood before Him. Morning. And over there, the neshama had great godly revelation. No, 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 that's not it. Um, he has it. And over there, the, the neshama had great godly revelation. And afterwards, the neshama descended through the concealed levels. In this world, in this lowly world, for the neshama to be in a concealed continence and distant from the light of Hashem. Okay, so we have a neshama being first in Gan Eden, in a place of great light. And the neshama descends in a place where Hester Panim, where Hashem is concealed. V'tachlis yiridasa, and the, uh, the point of this yirida, hu b'shvil Hashem sent our neshama into this world for the sake of being tested. 
that come to a person, what happens is, a Nisayan is from Hashem's concealed, concealed face, and the Inyan of a Nisayan. A person is left alone, so to speak, without, without, um, without um, a, a perceivable divine assistance. Hashem says, okay, I'm leaving you in this situation. It feels like an abandonment. The Hashem is refraining and pulling back the life of the flow. An Asayan can be sometimes a person has a situation with a, a person has a situation with, with a lack of health. There's a situation where there's a lack of health. Like by Eev, Shenikra Nesayan. It was called an Nesayan. As it says, by Eev, by Eev, Perek Dalit, Pasik Pez, Hanisa Dvare Lecha Tala'a. That uh, there is a test, I don't know exactly the translation over there. That Tala'a, maybe this, maybe Tala'a usually means Rashi says, Tala'a means the Muchanish, your hardships. This is a, this is a test. Hashem is testing you. Ubiminiyas Mamen. Sometimes it's a lack of money, and a person feels like Hashem has abandoned them. I don't know what to do. And the point, because where Hashem is, there should be life, and there should be abundance, and everything should be there. When there is a lack, when there is something missing, it's an Isayan. Hashem has created a, a space. In order to hide Hashem on the light and the life of Hashem that is everywhere, and his holiness, and that there should be something, there should be a maineya, from inside and from outside, there should be some kind of an obstacle. To a person who is trying to get close to Hashem, and to Hashem's service, and he's trying to serve Him, and yet he's having problems. That's an Isaiah. Sometimes you have situations where people better their lives spiritually. They start doing things that are would be would be clear that they're improving their lives and getting closer to Hashem doing more of Hashem's will, and from that point and on, things in their life start getting worse. Everything starts getting worse. The problems that they had before only become bigger. And they think, okay, you know what, if I'm getting close to Hashem, things should work the opposite way. Uh, well, that's a clear, uh, a clear Nisayan. Hashem is testing. Or he says, and then, and then people that are, seem to be completely doing whatever, are, are doing very well. The ways of the wicked is prosper. And this is the meaning. The sign, the sign comes. He doesn't have to be, when it says a, a false Navi comes and he makes a sign, let's go serve another God. The false Navi doesn't have to be a guy wearing sandals and a, and a, and a long beard splitting in the half over here, uh, uh, walking around and giving some kind of a sign. The, 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 the false Navi means that the, 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 the Navi is the, 
the success that is being promised by people that are not doing the right thing in life and they're being very successful. And that's where, that's where there is Hatzlacha. That's where there is prosperity. And in, and, and, and in those that are trying to do what's good and right, they only have problems, all kinds of problems. And there is support. The sign comes. Let us go serve another God. Let us live life with other, with other plans, other things, because success is elsewhere, not in the service of Hashem. Over there, in the, in the, in the Sitra Achra, on the other side, is the revelation of the sign of Hagabah's Karna. Their, their, their flag is raised. Their horns are lifted up high. Bahagdala in greatness. There's a great abundance. That's why they say, Our hands are, are mighty. We're doing okay. And therefore, there is a temptation. Come join us. What's the point of cleaving to Hashem when He's not doing you any good anyways? Or so it seems like. They are raising like an eagle their, their, their horns. Their... And a person needs to have a lot of his gabras. Needs a lot of uh, thing. A lot of will. To withstand the test. The person shouldn't be deterred by any type of deterrence. And that's why Hashem puts the nisyonis on the person. That a person should prevail over them and fight that even in the darkness he should cleave to Hashem like the story with the Hasidim that got together. There were different Hasidim from different Rebbes and they were all telling stories about their Rebbeim of how like they had a problem and they went to the Rebbe and the Rebbe gave them advice and it was unbelievable. Another one had a story how the Rebbe feared Mamish did a moifes for him and the other one had a story his child was sick and he gave him a brach and instantly the doctors had all given up and, and everybody was amazing stories. And then there was one Chabad Chassid over there and he said let me tell you a story. And he told the story how he went to the Rebbe and the Rebbe gave him advice in business and this and this and he lost all his money. So they looked at him like he's nuts. And they said to him like what's the... <laughs> So he said, uh, yeah, he says, the, the moifus is that I'm still a chassid. <laughs> I'm, I'm a chassid. I, you know, whatever it is, but I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. You know, this is a... <laughs> it's the, so the Ebershter does that a lot of times. He, he wants to see if we're still a chassid. He doesn't know he's... Uh, <coughs> like the Ramban says, that Hashem tzadik yivchan, that Hashem tests a tzadik, tzadik dafka. Hashem is testing a tzaddik. Hashem knows in the tzaddik that he will do his will. He gives him a test. In other words, he wants that, but what's the point? He knows already that he's going to stick it out. So why, why is he giving him the test? The point is, that through this, Ladas doesn't mean that Hashem should know. Ladas ayishchem Hashem should know if you love Him. Ladas ayishchem ayhavim es Hashem, but rather Hashem is menasa. Hashem lekechem eschem. Hashem is testing you. Ladas, so that the person should come to das. Because once you crack the nisayin and you don't, it doesn't doesn't throw you off. Then you get. We'll see soon why. Then the person reaches the level of das, and their connection to Hashem is on a whole complete different level. They really sense Hashem. Das, meaning a real hakara, a real deep, 
recognition and knowing. You really know Hashem. It's a real bonding on a much, much, much higher level right, than anything before. That a person should have das, and a person should have a hargosha and really feel Hashem, in a manner of like seeing it, and grasping. Because das comes from real. When you see something, you have das. You are really, really strongly aware in its existence when you see it. Like it says, you were shown Ladas to know. Then you see that the Horesa brings Ladas. Is the idea of Echze. For my flesh, I see. Echze Mamish, I can Mamish see Elokus. So basically, what's happening is one's connection to Hashem is coming from Emuna into Das. Because Emuna, even though Emuna is very powerful, we spoke about it on Monday, and Emuna is seeing. But Amunah is seeing that is in the Neshama. The Neshama up there sees. Down here in the body, the Amunah is more makif, more distant. But when you see, that's called Das. It enters into a much, a far more, you really know, it really clicks. You really, really know and are connected. That Hashem is testing you, Ladas. It does, the meaning over here is not to know if you're loving, that Hashem should know. How is it possible that Hashem needs to give a person a test? In order to know. Everything is known before Him. As we said earlier, what is the meaning? The meaning is, is that the yid should come to the madrega of ladas? The hainu, what does it mean, ladas? Kamoisha margish es nafshoi, just like a person senses his own nefesh, and even though he never saw his soul, we we never seen our soul, yet we sense it, and we know very, very, very strongly that we have, we have a soul. Keilu uh, it's as if we see it. Shehi hi amachayes aguf, that this is what is enlivening the body. Ubalada in leguf kiyom vechias. And without the neshama, we have no kiyam, we have no, no, no life. So it should be deeply sensed in him. That, that Hashem is the life of lives. Like it's, and it's the interesting thing, and how do you get to know that Hashem is in a way that you know it? Not through Hashem revealing himself to you. Through the opposite. Through Hashem hiding. Through Hashem hiding and a person working through an Nesayim, we'll see why, it seems the opposite. He said, explain, explain earlier what's an Nesayan. He says, it's minius. Hashem is, he say, lahastir al Hashem is hiding the chayus. Hashem. So there is a temporary concealment. And a big concealment. That's the way it always works. From the vacuum and from the concealment and from the absence of Hashem, if the person hangs in there and holds in, so then what happens comes, comes a revelation of the Yevishter, farm, farm, and, and, and registers much deeper into a person's psyche, into a person's being, then had just been a, a miracle and a revelation. You can say in a sense, you can say in a sense that when a person is living, just we'll see deeper in a minute, but when a person is living in, in concealment and if he's a, he has a munah, 
So what happens? So he's his heart. So he's so he's searching so much, so deeply for for for. for he wants light. He wants a little bit. Give me a little light. And when you're searching for light, you're you're stretching. You're stretching. You're opening your senses to try to feel even the tiniest bit of the Abishter being there, and that causes an expansion of your keli. Then finally, when the revelation comes, you're wide and open to take it all in. As opposed to if there's just revelation, the person. This example for that would be that we know when we go from a very dark place and we're sitting in the dark and then we go into the light, we get blinded and we can't see. And the reason isn't only because, it's not only because we're not used to it, so we have a, so why? It's regular light. You know? And the idea is because when a person is in, when you're in the dark, um, your pu- the, the, the pupil of the eye stretches, opens up. It's like a lens. It, it expands. And the reason it expands is because you're looking for light. The eye is trying very hard to see. So it's looking for even the tiniest bit of light that it can, that it can see. So it stretches to absorb. When you're in the light, the eye uh, narrows not to take in too much light. So in the darkness, you stretch your eye uh, very, very much. When you come out suddenly, when the light opens up suddenly, being that the eye is so stretched, so much light goes in, so it literally blinds, it blinds you because there's too much light coming in. So the same is with a heart that is seeking and seeking and seeking and wants to see, but is in the darkness. You stretch and you open up so much that finally when you crack it open, the revelation is you're so, you're such a keili that all of it goes in and it brings a person to a much higher level of das. But we're going to see that really, that, that's emes, but really the revelation of Hashem that brings the das is hidden in the Nisayan itself. Snapshot, Hashem is putting you through the darkness, and then in the end, He's going to provide a miracle and you're going to see Him. After many years of many months or many days, let's say it shouldn't take long, and there is finally a revelation, the revelation comes from, from out of there. No. He says the revelation is really the, 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 ink, the core of the Nisayan. The Nisayan itself is hiding something of extreme godliness, of extreme holiness, but it's hidden in concealment. And when the person cracks the shell open, you get to the panemius of it, and then that reveals itself and that revelation is beyond, beyond. That's sort of the idea that he's be- developing. In the Zvar, we explain, the descent of the Neshama is for the sake of tests, that a person should prevail over them. So through this, a person will come to the level of to know Hashem, and a manner of our Goshev is that Hashem is testing Vadas to know if we know. And the reason the reason that the tests bring a person to Das because the tests even though they have descended in great concealment to hide on Hashem's Hashem's holiness in a mustar behem, it is hidden in them. Chayus a great godly life is hidden in it. Ki'inyan, Hashem amaloi kalel, like when David Melech was cursed. So David Melech said, "There's no reason for me to be angry at this person. Hashem is the one who said curse." Meaning Hashem, there is, even in the worst situation when someone uttered a horrific curse against David, David Melech said, "Hashem is really the power of that." Hashem put the idea in his head. He had Bechir to accept it or not, but Hashem put the idea in his head, so Hashem is really in it. 
So he says in every concealment and in every obstacle, let's say a person gets suddenly a notice from the IRS that they're coming after him and they're needed this, Hashem is the one who provoked it. So even though the person is going through Tsaris, who really put it through to them, the Ebish to put it through to them. Or any other kind of thing. You get a, you get a problem, the Ebish who really, really caused it. And he's in it. And Kamari Merazal, Chazal says, Golu, it's a form of Golus. A Nisayin is a form of a Golus. But what does it say? Golu, Labavel, What does it mean? The Shechin is amongst them. Who entered into Nebuchadnezzar's mind and gave him the strength and the ability to destroy the base of and take the Jewish people in it? It was the Shechina. And as a result of the Golus and getting working through the Golus and hanging in there throughout the Golus and not getting, we, we, what's the Geula? The Geula is not a new revelation. The Geula is the godliness that's in the Golus, the Shechina that's in the Golus revealed. That's why the difference between Geula and Geula, the Rebbe always says, the difference between Geula and Geula is just an Aleph. When you have the word Geula, it's Golus. Geula, just an Aleph. It means the discovery of the Aleph in the Golus then you, then you have Geula. Geula is discovering the, the, the locus that's hidden in it. And that's very, very bright. Very bright. It's concealed now. But it's very, very... And that's in every personal Golas that a person has. A real Yeshua doesn't come from the outside. A real Yeshua comes from... The Baal Shem Tov says... Um, Pasuk says... Um, the Pasuk that says... Um, um, Something about Tsaris. Loitzar umimeno yivasheya. Oh, that's the beginning of it. Bechol tzadasam loitzar. From all Tsaris, Hashem has Tsar. Umimeno, and from it yivasheya, he will be, you will be, you will, uh, you will, you will be, you will be, you'll have your salvation. So the Hashem teaches, I think, I know, I know this end, but I think it is bechol tzadasam. In all a person's Tsaris, loy the Abish the Tsar, the Abish is in that Tsar. Hashem is in that constriction. Umimeno, and from that the godly presence that's in the tzara, Yivashaya comes the comes the Yeshua. So it's not real abandonment. Umimeno, and from it itself, from the tsar, from the loy tsar, from the Abishter who is in that tsar, from the Galu Lebavel Shchineimayim, Umimeno Yivashaya. From there comes its its the Yeshua. Shehi he hamestayes tateres. The Shchine is the one that is hiding. Umislabeshes besar shel bavel, and because on a grand scale, what's an Nisayan to the Jewish people? When we go to Golis, it's an Nisayan to the Jewish people as a whole. Besar shel bavel, the Yeshua Moshe, that he is the one who is ruling. Uliyas Nisunim Tachtov, and the Yidna giving under him, Begolis and Golis. And he's going to explain just one more line, and then we're going to dive the Yachayas Alikisha Yarid Mata Mata. Now, this godly energy that has descended so low, Behelam Vehaster Panim, in this great concealment, Yisidasai Baharidei Kodesh. This godly energy that has descended so low, it's founded, this spark of Hashem that's in, the, in, in this trouble, its origins is rooted in very holy mountains. From a very, very high place. From the highest levels of holiness. As it is known, when a wall falls down, the highest sparks fall to the lowest. So in that which is the most concealing, and that which is the most obscuring, is the highest is the highest Kedusha. We usually say that about regular Gashmias. Gashmias think of things. That's why we, we, we are supported by food. A person is supported by doimim, tzemeach, because they're really higher than the shorish of the person. That's regular Gashmias. But here's the thing. When something is an Isayan, it's worse than regular Gashmias. 
Gashmias is not revealing the Yevishta, but it's also not proactively concealing with an extra concealment. And the Soyan is a situation that's causing, that, that, that is suggesting loudly that, there is, that, that, that the Yevishta has abandoned him or that there's no, you know, that the, the world is just a, a jungle. It's more than just not seeing. There is something there, like I said before, it's like Hashem giving power to the ois and the moifes of the Navi Sheker. There's somebody there pushing in the wrong direction and it's working out for them, so to speak. That is a simon that's coming even from a higher place. And if we ride, we ride it out, then we come to the highest, highest revelations. That's what he's saying. When the person withstands the test, and he prevails against everything holding back. The person rips open all the partitions that are obscuring that are hiding the light and the, and the chayas of Hashem. The nimtza comes out the light and the godly energy emerges from the concealed to the revealed. And this revelation is revealed in a person's nefesh. To draw to the person's nefesh, das, knowledge, and a revelation of Hashem. He's bringing, bringing the comparison to food, just like the divine energy that's in food, that enlivens the person. Because its, it's, it's, it's root is very high, like explained elsewhere. But over here, in the parenthesis, he says, but the nitzutzen and nesayin is even higher. Because it's low. And when you break it open, is you come to a level of das, yeah, and you come to a to a level of to love Hashem on a whole different level.